Hello and welcome aboard the 60th episode of the Game Train Podcast. We are back after a small little break, uh, which kept going and going, <laughs> but, we're, <laughs> yeah, but, but we're, we're back. Uh, the as always, joining in. me on the train is uh, Carl Smith. Hello, Carl. Hello, good sir. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. So yeah, we're back and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, you know, this week we've, uh, we're going to be talking about some games we've been playing, like World War Z, Dragon's Dogma, uh, Rage 2 First Impressions. Uh, also, we're going to be reviewing Days Gone, the PS4 exclusive, which just came out recently. We'll also yeah. be giving away a copy of Days Gone. That's right. We've got a competition this week. So, yeah, we uh, yeah, we'll be announcing that later in the episode as well. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into all that, let's get to the news. Ubisoft has announced a new Ghost Recon game called Breakpoint. This will be out October 4th this year. Mm, it looks pretty cool. Uh, the gameplay looks pretty fun. Yeah, so. just as long as I don't get stuck behind a porta potty like in the other Ghost Recon Wildlands, I'll be okay. <laughs> was Was Ghost Recon Wildlands the first game we ever reviewed? I don't know if we reviewed yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, it might have been. So this will be a nice full circle. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, also, the Medieval remake, the uh, the classic Medieval is being remade, and it is coming out this year on October 25th. Ooh, just in time for Halloween. Nice. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but yes. Very yeah. cool. Um, Mortal Kombat is getting a new movie. That's right. A what? New Mortal I didn't Kombat know movie this. is coming, and it is being shot in Adelaide. Australia, of all places. What? Yeah. So is it based uh, off that old internet one? You know that one that went really well on YouTube, or is it like brand new? I think there's a reboot. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it'll be the initial, um, you know, fighting tournament storyline with like Liu Kang and Shang Tsung, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's pretty all cool. All that fun stuff. Yeah. 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 Wow. Red Dead Online is out of beta. Finally. I, so that's bizarre. That's that's pretty interesting. I kind of thought it never would be, just mm. to be honest. Not because it was like bad or anything, but just because I thought that was going to be their forever excuse for any kind of jankiness or whatever. But uh, it's out of beta now. It's got a bunch of new features. They've prolonged the story mode. Um, heaps of new sort of cosmetics, which is all that I really care about. But uh, is anyone still playing it? Yeah, oh, that's a nah. yucky question. Nah. I think more people are still playing GTA Five. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh, um, I could um, imagine people still playing GTA Five when GTA Six eventually comes out one day. I know, right? Like loyalists that are like, no, I own a mansion and five million cars. I am not going over. Yep. Uh, World of Warcraft Classic has gone into um, beta today. That's right. Ooh, uh, and what are you be doing releasing here? in August this year? Classic is the original World of Warcraft, but they're re-releasing it, and people are very excited. I am not very excited, and I'm not going to play this. <laughs> no, I think um, we've had a long enough hiatus for you to go and start Classic World of Warcraft all over again. Yeah, no, thank you. I put enough time back in that game back in 2005, 2006, 2007, and so on. I, I don't need to go back. I watched a stream just before, actually, and I looked at it and I was just like, nah, no way. No uh, way. You didn't feel the pang? Like the, um, 
like that that addiction like you've had your coin for how many how many days without world of warcraft and then you see it again you're like mm, yum that looks real nice nah it's original world of warcraft which is old and janky and just ah oh, nah there's too many systems at place it takes too long to level the end game oh. i did all the end games see it's, it, a lot of people are going back because they never did the original end game in world of warcraft i did all that so i'm like no, I don't need to go back and, and experience that again. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, 40 people raids? Oh, Oh, speaking of raids, we have the eight people raids for Division 2, I think, this Friday. Yes, this Friday. Um, that's news. Operation oh, my God, Dark that's exciting. Hours. Yeah, so... Uh, We're going to yeah. try and get that together and jump uh, on with yeah. some friends and family. Sadly, there is no matchmaking for it, though. So we're going to have to find eight people to try and do it. Yeah, I think we can do that. I think I think people haven't left it enough. It's no anthem. There's still people that kind of care about it. Um, yeah. I reckon we might be able to do it. We'll get some people together and uh, hopefully talk about that next episode. I'm pretty excited about that. I've never, I've never done a raid of any kind, like, besides... I think the biggest thing I ever did was attempting one of the Destiny ones with you uh, and yeah. a bunch of... But that wasn't like... I think apes might be the most I've ever done. Oh, yeah, oh, I've done those big old Warcraft classic forty man raids. Nope, no, not nope. me. I was nope. um, yeah. So uh, also, Mario Maker got a Nintendo Direct today. Uh, Super oh, Mario how Maker good 2. did that look? Uh, that's coming out in June this year, and it's going to have a story mode this time as well attached to it. Yeah, with like a hundred Nintendo made levels. Yeah, so so that's, that's pretty so cool exciting. for the Mario Maker fans out there, and that you can use. Super Mario 3D World textures? Yes. Yeah, that looks really cool. That looks that really cool. That is fantastic. Those, just those three points alone, single player, Super Mario 3D World, and 100 Nintendo-made levels has me super hyped for Super Mario Maker 2, and I never even sort of And there's also co-op one. level design now, so we could jump on together and make a level together online. I, um, I couldn't think of anything worse. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I guess I'll try. <laughs> Ubisoft saying it's got four AAA games coming out uh, between now and March of next year, which includes Ghost Recon Breakpoint, yep. but three so others. You could probably say another one is going to be Watch Dogs 3. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, um, man, that'd be nice. It's not going to be Assassin's Creed because they've already said the new Assassin's Creed is 2020. Um, yep, yep, I reckon true. Splinter Cell, even though there was that weird mm-hmm. post and they're like, oh, it was just a troll. Yeah, I don't think it was just a troll, guys. No. I think someone's... Uh, Someone's messed yep. up there. I think we'll see Splinter Cell, Watch Dogs. I don't know what the Rabbids other one will be. Rabbids 2? Mario Sorry. and Rabbids 2? Maybe? Oh, yeah. That, that. You know, something something silly or something? I bet you it's something sort of Switch related. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I can Donkey see Kong, something like that. Rabbids. I can't see a Far Cry 6 happening yet. Not yet. No, no. I mean, it, that was this year, the New Dawn, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so. Yeah, I can't, couldn't see that unless they went New Dawn 2 or... Oh, no, no. Yeah, so that could be it, hey? Uh, Splinter Cell, Watch Dogs 3, and Mario Rabbids 2. Let's call it right here on the game train. Okay, we'll see We'll see how many we get right out of through. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're going to get one of those right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, speaking of which, uh, what's their pirate one? Skull and Bones? Oh, yeah, that's been pushed back to 2020 now, and it will not be at E3 this year. No, it I, will I would say not. they're trying to make a, a large single-player part of it now that's why it keeps getting pushed back i reckon yeah probably probably and speaking of e3 uh there was news that epic games is hosting the pc um 
the PC gaming show. Yeah, so I went to the PC gaming show last year. Yeah, um, and so when is that exactly? Uh, that is uh, in June. I, I can't remember the exact time. It's, oh, is it before or after E3? It's before. It's during when all the press conferences are on. Oh, right, right, so right. It's cool. another one of those press conferences, and Carl can't wait to cover it in the um, in the Express Train podcast. Oh, I am just itching, itching to cover that. Um, yeah. Just can't wait. My PC yeah. knowledge is through the roof. Um, exactly. Um, yeah, and if yeah, any of you guys should... missed, sorry, uh, Psyonix was bought by Epic Games as well. So those guys are really like kicking goals right now. They're really like pushing to be like a Goliath of the PC world. So watch out, Steam. Epic is really kind of <laughs> people are still angry moves. at them. I think people are even starting to boycott the PC gaming show. Really? Because Epic is sponsoring? <laughs> yeah, Who cares where the money Epic, comes man. from? People hate Epic. It's like it's not it's not blood diamonds, you know? Like it's and there's a there's a rumor floating around. I know we've done a few rumors in this news segment, but there's a rumor floating around that Red Dead Redemption Two is coming to PC. It's going to be announced at Eve 3 and it'll be Epic Games Store exclusive. <laughs> oh my God. Because yeah. um, Take-Two um, supposedly have ties with Epic Games, etc. So, yeah, that's oh, where all that comes Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my God. So, Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, the... Uh... we got to mention they did show Final Fantasy VII again. Oh, yeah. Um, I yes. just want to mention that because it just seemed like that was a bit of a myth and that they kind of just swept it under the rug. But it's real. It's back. They they showed a small trailer for it at the um, State of Play, PlayStation's sort of Nintendo Direct answer. Um, there was a bunch of stuff they showed, but we'll, we'll move on. But the main thing I want to talk about was Final Fantasy VII exists and there is more in June. That's right. There is a Final Fantasy VII concert on the eve of Eve 3 where they're Ooh. supposed to be showing off some stuff and then we'll see probably more at Square Enix's conference at Eve 3 as well. So I am expecting a lot more gameplay, more character models revealed, and a release window. I wouldn't say date yet. I'd say a window. I just want to know if it's episodic or not. It's still episodic. Um, it is, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, they've said. Ah. Oh, yeah. Bugger. Yeah. And Sad uh, Carl. Yeah, with that, that's the news. On to our games we have been playing. Let's start off with Rage 2, which has just come out. We're just going to touch it on yes. quickly because um, I'm going to do a review on it next week. But this is uh, id Software's latest open world shooter. Yeah, id slash Avalanche. Yeah, id slash Avalanche, um, published by Bethesda Studios. Uh, yeah. It's a follow-up to Rage, which came out many years ago now, which I never played. I loved Rage. I played start to finish and really enjoyed myself. And then later, many years later, found out that the rest of the world didn't enjoy it with me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess this game sort of just plays on its all its chaos style. Like, it's a first-person shooter. It doesn't really take itself too seriously. You get all these crazy powers, crazy guns, and you're just going around blowing stuff up is pretty much the gist of yeah, it. Yeah, big sort of tough. It's very much a, a fun power fantasy, like... You're just, you're tough, you're fast, you have crazy strong magic abilities and ridiculous guns. It's very much like Doom. Yeah, you, you it is. Really it feels very open world Doom-like, I felt. Yeah, and there's not much to it. It's not like a deep, enthralling story or like there's no intricate sort of things going on in, in the mechanics. Like, it's just sort of 
you know, hard-hitting, silly fun. It's kind of like old-school video games back in the PC days. It, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, you're just jumping in, and you're killing stuff, and you're a big, tough man. You know, like yep. Duke Nukem 3D kind of vibe as well. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fun, it's fun. There's, there's, um, uh, I, I, there's a bit to do, like, there's a lot of enemy camps. You can do races and all this sort of stuff. And there's a bit of a story mode as well, which is quite short. But yeah, yeah. Look, first impressions, like I, I, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's a real nice. Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping this comes to something like Xbox ga- Game Pass because it's it's just nice and short, like and fun and kind of pretty. It's a good palate cleanser, even though now I, I say that not as like it's not something that's very different. Like a, a palate cleanser would be something like Gris or Limbo or you know Yoshi or something compared to. So many of the shooters yeah. that are coming out, a but it is tale innocence. Yeah, something like that. Whereas yeah. this is, it feels at first similar, but it is just, it's something you know you can just get in, play, and finish, and just kind of like move on to the next game and like, mm. Ooh, okay. And in saying that, let's move on to the next game. Uh, yes. So we both tried some World War Z. Yeah, we did. So there was a movie that came out several years ago of Brad Pitt. And the big striking thing about this movie was the zombies in the movie, that they're all super fast moving, and that they'd pretty much pile on each other to climb over walls, etc. Yeah. Pretty much. Sorry? Like ants. Yeah, exactly. So a game has now come out like this, which has tried to, I guess, capture this vibe. So it's a third person, uh, four player co-op game. Uh, it's, It's almost like third person left for dead, really, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, and but even more janky. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a very janky game. Yeah, like you have to have a sort of a lot of love for the genre and a lot of sort of uh, leeway and patience, kind of like the biggest of Fallout fans or, you know, that kind of thing, where you just expect the jank and you forgive it and you jump in kind of knowing that's kind of part of the experience because it really is. It's not one of those like, oh, I didn't see any bugs and it was fine for me, like, it's janky for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. really feel there was much of a story at all. It was just like, sort of puts you in levels and it's like, right, off you go. Yeah, it was more of an exercise in mechanics, wasn't it? They're just like, here's a shotgun. Yeah. And here's a, this and that. And here's some zombies. Yeah. You react to what they do. Go. And you and can like, pick oh, like okay. a, a different character and you get like, you know, um, different, I guess. You get experience points, which you can upgrade like guns and uh, you know, things like that. Uh, the most impressive part of it is the zombies, though. Yep, yep By far. That's true. Uh, seeing them all pull, like, through this window and all stack on each other and try and get up these walls was... <laughs> I was just like, what? It's like, it's kind of overwhelming at the time when it's happening. And you're just like, ah, and you've got your gun trying to kill as many as possible and yep, et cetera, et cetera. No um yeah, so that that was pretty fun. Uh, just just watching the zombie hordes, I think, was the, was the best part of that game by far. Yes, absolutely, that's very true. It it had a weird vibe of like playing a board game to me, like where you just open up the board game and off you go, and then close the board game. No sort of, it doesn't matter where you're up to or yeah. what you're doing. You just open it up, do a thing, have a little session, and walk away from it. Kind of had it had that kind of. Yeah, no it's probably real, the best um, way to go about it. Like, you know, it could be yeah. one of those things that it's a Friday night and, you know, you jump on with a couple of mates and you have a couple of drinks over chat and you just destroy zombies. It's pretty 
pretty much what you do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you tried some Dragon's Dogma on Switch. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Dark Arisen uh, DLC, which they released a while ago, but they just re-released sort of a, um, uh, like, a, not a remake, sort of a, you know, they re up the graphics and everything and released it on the Switch. I think they released it on everything. Uh, but I just got the Switch version because I actually missed the chance to play Dragon's Dogma. I think it came out way back when around when Skyrim did. So maybe like 2011, oh, wow. I want to say. Yeah, old school. Is that is that how old Skyrim is? I think it might yeah, be. Yeah, Skyrim was 2011, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it came out around then, so that's why I missed it. It was very, well, I thought at first very similar vibe because there's dragons and it's fantasy and it's open world. Um, but I'd always wanted to wanted to check it out so i was really glad to jump in this time and i'm having such a good time it this this um has aged very well so it's just like this open world sort of rpg for anyone who hasn't western rpg sort of style uh it's more about this one dragon it comes and just wipes out a whole village right at the start and you as a character you kind of create whatever character you want you chase this dragon away and it it sort of steals your heart Somehow, like it kills you and takes your heart away and you wake up again and it speaks to you via the heart. And so your quest is to find this dragon and, you know, deal with it. I don't know whether it's to kill it or what. I don't know that much about the story, but, uh, but it's really pulled me in already. Um, and the gameplay feels really good. So the graphics are a little dated, as expected, but very clean. But it's uh, very smooth controls as far as like a Western RPG goes and very satisfying to fight and swing your swords and use different weapons and and um items but the cool thing in this is there's a there's a mechanic called pawns where you become like the great dark arisen and everyone sort of bows to you because you have some sort of magic something or other uh but you have you choose three pawns which are like other characters that you create using the same character creation tool so you make one yourself and that's the person that follows you forever. Kind of like, think of Lydia or people like that in um, Skyrim. Okay. But, but that mixed with a little bit of Final Fantasy XII in that you can give them an... Uh, but, you know, like the Gambit system, but a very basic one. So you have three of them with you. One you get yourself. This is really interesting because it connects online, right? So you, you make one yourself and then the other two you select from a, a pool of random ones created by other players. And so when you use their pawns and they follow you, so, and you know, you try and get like a mage and a warrior, you know, and a thief or something so that you have all the different abilities with you and you can all take on different types of challenges. If you have too many mages, then you can't do the tougher bosses, so on and so forth. But the trick is when you're not playing, other people online can select your pawn from this like magical hub and use that pawn to sort of take them around. Um, and help them on their quest. And then when you sign on again, it'll come back with rewards and things that it's gained from that game. So it'll like find different items or steal things, whether it's potions or weapons or whatnot, from some other random player, even just playing their own one-player journey. That's hilarious. Yes, and there's no other sort of multiplayer. That's all so, it is. So is your pawn come back with stuff? Not yet, but I've, I've had like... <laughs> I've only gone, like, I've played quite a little bit, but no one's selecting mine. So I think I'm not level up enough or, like, tough or cool enough. But some of them are, like, as you level up, you jump into, like, you sort of go into a portal and you go into this, like, dream-like black background 
you know, wispy place where you chew, all these random pawns are kind of walking around aimlessly. Kind of, if you picture like the Wii U starter screen, okay, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah, and so you can kind of see them. You race your camera around and you go like, you, I want you and I want you. Kind of like, you know, choosing those workers to help you every morning. I just thought it was like choosing a softball team. Uh, oh, yeah. You, okay. you, uh, not you. Uh, yeah, pretty you. much. Mine was a bit more <laughs> racist, but I didn't want to go too far into that. Um, but yeah, and then I can see other people's... The tricky thing is like you gain, uh, like, you know, you find clothes and stronger swords and hats and you, you dress yourself up and make yourself look really cool. And you can also add them to your pawn. But if you put it on one of theirs, there's always a message that comes up and says, if you put this on this pawn, it stays on it. And you can't have it back. So when the other person comes to get their pawn, they can be all dressed up in whatever you've put on it. <laughs> I just, it's such a random, I didn't know this at all because I never looked into it. But I thought, what a cool extra little thing. And obviously they'll power up and you always have your one that you made. So you're like very careful and super proud of that one. And then you can keep the, your two favorites from whoever else. Like uh, you are able to both play at the same time. Someone else can be using their own pawn and you you be using theirs as well and so on and so forth but yeah i just think what a cool extra little thing and then around that is just this really competent beautiful western rpg with an interesting story that i'm sort of really pulled into so like keen to keep playing so yeah i really recommend it wow i don't think we've ever said porn this many times in an episode (laughs) i know we should just open with my section (laughs) and watch the listens roll in (laughs) so we've also been playing mortal kombat 11 (laughs) it's like Uh, it came and went didn't it which is the yeah, um, yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, it's back. You fight other people, there are fatalities, you have special moves. It's Mortal Kombat, yeah. it's it's beautiful. Except, I, you know what, I was really excited for this Mortal Kombat, and not because normally I'm excited just because I'm a Mortal Kombat fan, but this time I was excited because of Injustice 2, and it was so good with all its like how it treated the um you know the upgrade system and the cosmetics but some of them like gave you powers in different modes and you could have so many different costumes for all the different characters and i really was excited to see how they implemented that into mortal kombat 11 but it was kind of a bit of a miss Mm. like you can you can just change the color of your outfit a bit and you know a bunch of different masks and the weapon you're holding but it's not like different shirts and pants and hats and like really visible things and and it's a massive massive grind to get them oh the crypt yeah no well yeah the crypt itself also which which is kind of annoying in its own self it's nothing like it was in 10 where it was kind of a lot more fun and you walk around you get things done and different value prices for different chests meant something but in this they're all completely random every single player only has one fatality and if you want to unlock their second one, it's somewhere random in the crypt for yep. like thousands and thousands of hours. Uh, there's also like sort of other things like brutalities and those kind of things, which are also locked away in the crypts. And it's, I just don't like that it's quite random, especially because the fatalities are, you know, one of the main pulls of Mortal Kombat. I want to yeah. go in and I want to do all the fatalities. But to do it, like just to be able to see them all and unlock them all without just you know jumping on YouTube and just clicking see fatalities. You're like if you want to experience it yourself, you have to play for literally thousands of hours or spend uh, almost as much dollars. Yeah, uh, wasn't, wasn't it like two grand to buy everything in the crypt or something if you were using real something, money? Something, 
something really yucky like that, which I mean reminds me of Dead or Alive Five or something, you know, like, mm. but more. So I don't know. I just I didn't think they'd do that because they handled it so well in Injustice Two. You could still buy things, but you could unlock them really quickly. They were fun to open up. It was mostly cosmetic. Yeah, but I mean, having said that, the fighting feels awesome. The story is really fun. Um, you know, the uh, the systems are a little bit different in the fighting, but it's, it's very similar. There's sort of three styles of fighting. Um, fatalities, when you do have them, still look awesome. Mm. It does feel good. If you're just jumping in to play Mortal Kombat 1 versus 1 with a mate, it feels and looks amazing, un- yep. unless you play it on Switch. Just mm. don't play it on Switch. Yeah, no. Yes, so that's Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh, nearly missed it. Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, I had fun with it. Like, oh, I still got to finish the story. I'm at the last fight now. Um, oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty it's, fun. The story's yeah. been fun. I just wish you could have played as the robots in the game. I know. Like, they make they an appearance in the me. story. When we saw them in the trailer, we're like, oh, my gosh, the robots are in the game. And I jumped into the game, and I went to the character select screen. I'm like, there's no robots here. And I love Cyrax. He's yeah. my man. Yeah, Sector, mate. Sector is where it's at. Oh, you're a sector man. I used to be a smoke man, but yeah. I went Cyrax once I learned how to do his brutality on Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, which was yeah. back in the day, not just like four buttons. You had to press, I think it was like 16 buttons in order yeah. really fast. I was so proud. Little Carl. Yeah. Know? All right. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on to the shout out this week. Yes. All right. Again, we're shouting out Gaming Australia's Facebook page. You can find them on Facebook by typing Gaming Australia into your search engine. Go check it out. Guess what? They've hit a thousand members now. Nice. Well done. Yeah. Every week they're going up. They had 60 last week and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, there's always a lot of chatter there. They're sharing a lot of things there. Um, Yeah. Just go hang out. Join the conversation. Gaming Australia. They're on Facebook. Go check them out now. Yep. Rock and roll. I have a lot of fun in there, actually. They're very talkative and friendly, um, yes. and they share their opinions. It's not as scary as yeah, something Yeah, and like also a good thing I've noticed is, we, this is just a sidestep real quick, with Endgame and Game of Thrones also now wrapping up, uh, there's been spoilers galore on the internet. Yes. Like, everywhere. Um, I haven't seen any spoilers on the Gaming Australia Facebook page, so... That's a win. Yes. Well done, gentlemen. Compared to the PlayStation page I'm on on Facebook, and minutes after a Game of Thrones episode aired, someone threw a spoiler up. And I'd watched it, but I was just like, dude. Hmm, that's so scary at the moment. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good place to uh, to hang out there. Nice. As I say, yes. there's probably everyone's there just going to freaking post spoilers <laughs> Yeah, now now that you say that, they'll jump on and like, Callan from Game Train said it'd be safe here. <laughs> but yeah, Gaming Australia on Facebook, go check it out. All right, so we spoke about at the start of the episode, we've got a giveaway. Yes! yes. G- Game Train giveaway. It's for Australians only this time. So sorry, um, Eloide Vasquez, you can't win this one, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, that's enough things you've won. Um yeah, it's a digital code for Days Gone, so it will only work in Australia, New Zealand region. So sorry to any international listeners. Um, yeah, we can't help that. That's how it goes. All right, so pretty much to win a copy of Days Gone, you it's very simple. Just subscribe to the Game Train podcast on iTunes. Easy peasy. On iTunes, not Podbean 
or or anything else you, you used to listen to us through, iTunes. Yeah, and now, if you don't have an iPhone, you are able to do this on a, on a computer, I believe, like a PC? Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you can still access iTunes on an Android phone too. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, all you have to do is subscribe on iTunes, take a, a screenshot that you have subscribed, send yep. it to us um, through direct message on our Facebook page, which is um, facebook.com slash Podcast. So um, just don't post it on our page, just direct send it to us. On the 23rd of May... I'm going to randomly draw one and post up on who won. So, yeah, 23rd of May is cutoff day. Nice. And if you are already subscribed, just go and take a yeah, screenshot Yeah, if you're already that. subscribed, go and take the photo and send it for true. So you can still enter without having to resubscribe or whatever. You're not void or whatever. Yeah, it's just a subscription on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube, iTunes. God. <laughs> it's okay. It's, Callan's so excited. This is big. We don't get a lot of giveaways, so it's really cool, especially to give away the actual game we're reviewing. Yeah, yeah. So see. let's clear that up again. May 23 is when we're drawing it. Yeah. Take a picture or a screenshot of your subscription on iTunes to the Game Train Podcast and send it to our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast. Yes. Bam. Bang, thank you. Yes. That's uh, all right. I just thought I'd just put it all together just yeah, one exactly, more time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, let, edit. let's roll into uh, the review this week, which is Days Gone. And we wrote out a farewell without Sarah. I knew that we were leaving everything behind. What did you do? Everything that mattered was gone. Okay, so Days Gone is the latest PS4 exclusive. It is developed by Bend Studio and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It is an yes. action-adventure, survival horror, zombie game, pretty much. Open-world game. Uh, it is set in a post-apocalyptic Oregon, and it's two years after a global pandemic has hit, which is turned a bunch of people into zombies, or in this case, what this game calls them, Freakers. Freakers. I love hearing all the random versions of the word zombie. In yeah, pop yeah. so what culture, have we had? Right? There's zombies, there's freakers, there's walkers. There's biters, there's Bite eaters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Let's just call them zombies, everyone. But <laughs> They're zombies. Um, yeah, so yeah, a bunch of the world's population has been turned into these zombies, you play as one of the survivors, uh, Deacon St. John. He is looking for his wife, who was they got separated um, as the pandemic was happening, and she got whisked away somewhere, and he doesn't know where she ended up, whether she's dead or alive. He well, you make no it idea. sound like a holiday in the Bahamas. No, no, no. <laughs> she uh, got whisked away by a nice man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you play as Deacon St. John, and he is a biker. So, a lot of the game is uh, cruising around on a motorbike. Yep, and maintaining the bike. and Maintaining the bike. Uh, it's your horse. up your motorbike. Uh, upgrading your motorbike. Yeah. Yeah, so the motorbike plays a big role in the game, sort of... Uh, a bit like Mad Max, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's your main mode of transportation around, um, so you're not driving any cars. It's actually strange because most of the survivors in this game are also riding on motorbikes, and you're like, did no cars survive? It's just motorbikes? Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind I of funny. I guess they take less fuel and they're a bit more nimble. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's a big open world. Actually, the world is a lot bigger than I thought it was. 
Yeah, it was. Um, and before we get too far in, the first thing I want to open with is the thought exercise that this is... Uh, see, the thing that troubled me the most jumping in, even before I thought of any kind of things to just judge the game on its own, is like, just because it was a Sony exclusive, you know? And, and so I, I, I judged it really hard straight away because I went in expecting a 10, just for some reason, even though it's well, just a brand new... Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Last of Us. Everything, it seem, everything PlayStation seems to do that's exclusive, no matter if it's first party, second or third, is always just seems to be this next fantastic thing to rub in the face of Xbox because Xbox has cracked down three. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm just... <laughs> so, this game, I think it was really cool, but I jumped in going like, all right, Sony, give me another 10. And I kept getting disappointed, but it was not the game's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, your expectations were too high. For no reason. Like... And it's a great, fine, fun game, but I just kept going like, "Oh, this doesn't, this doesn't feel like Last of Us at all. This doesn't, you know, I yeah. can't. This isn't God of War." And I'm just like, I. It took like many hours for me to go like, "No, dude, this is just a game, just like Rage Two is. It just came out of nowhere, and it's just shut up and have fun. And it is, it's fun." Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a big open world game, um, which is. Yeah, as I said, it was a lot bigger than I actually thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, there's a big story mode. It's a long game. It took me 60 hours to finish it. So it's a long Whoa. game. It's a long game. Uh, a lot longer than I thought it was. It was supposed, I, I read originally it was supposed to be like 25 hours. And I was like, oh, okay. And at like the 40 hour mark, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm near the end of this yet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so there's lots of things to do in the open world. There's obviously the story missions. Uh, there's camps that you can go destroy. You can go hunting if you want. Um, you know, different types of factions that you deal with, things like that. You can cruise around on your bike. Um, and then, uh, there's these little research centers, which you can find and sort of, um, repower on and you can use that to upgrade like your health, et cetera, in there. And And then, then there's the most impressive part of this game, which is the freakers. Now we, we touched on, um, the hordes in World War Z before. Again, this is a similar style of horde in that they're very fast. They come in huge numbers, like huge numbers. Yeah, um, they are and terrifying. They rip you apart in seconds if a horde catches you. Like uh, seeing a horde for the first time with like two hundred zombies all like walk or freakers all walking along together. I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah, I saw my first ever one at nighttime with just the headlights. Yep, and it was terrifying oh yeah and they don't notice you and you're like there and you're like i hope they don't notice me and the next minute and then all like comes after you yeah. start it, running. it looks like a dam broke yeah and water exactly is just spilling um, slower but uh you can't really take on a horde until quite late into the game until you got the firepower to deal with it otherwise you just get overwhelmed um yes way too and you quick. can't run into them with your bike no 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 you can't you can't try that tactic but once I started taking down hordes, it was so much fun. I'd like, it, it, there's a lot, they hide out in caves during uh, the daytime. So there's all these caves dotted around the map and you go in there. And, oh man, the first time I found a cave of them. Oh my gosh. Cause I was like, oh cool, a cave. Wonder what's in here. Oh, oh cool. No. 150 zombies. <laughs> and they all chased me out. There was another one where I found this cave. I was, I was trying to clear this camp, right? And yeah. there was a cave there. I'm like, 
I hope it's not one of those zombie caves. And there was all these bear traps out the front of the cave. And I'm walking along and I got stuck in one. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Next second, (laughs) 100 zombies come pouring out of this cave. Who would put those traps there? That's so rude. <laughs> just like, wow. Okay, cool. Nice game over st- screen. But yeah. Um. But yeah. Once I eventually got the firepower to take them on, it was fun. Like going back to the original cave where I got chased out of in fear. There were so many zombies in that cave, more than I actually fought. But I would like lay down traps. I would throw grenades, molotovs, all this sort of stuff in them. Just rain down machine gun fire and they would still come it was crazy probably the toughest horde i tackled was the one at the sawmill now they showed a lot of the sawmill in the original promo video oh yeah i do remember that spot i reckon there was about three or four hundred zombies in that lot wow it took me a long time i died many times trying to do it and i was sneaking up to the sawmill and i was rigging like all these like proximity bombs through all these areas and trying to lead the zombies through there so they all get you know blown up in like a gauntlet and it was a lot of fun it was like the zombie hordes are super fun to fight against damn and they i mean the game runs pretty well as well like when they you know yeah hundreds of zombies are moving around they've done some really cool technical tricks to make it work Hmm. Super well. Yeah. Um, the story itself, uh, I touched on the premise of the story, but the actual story I actually really enjoyed. It had a very uh, Walking Dead vibe to it, obviously dealing with zombies and that, but you're also dealing with like other people and, and things like this, and there's all that sort yep. of tension going on. I'm not going to go into any details because I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a few factions involved. And yeah, I thought the story was actually quite interesting and, and kept me going through the game. Yeah, and that that um, you know the biker vibe is is a, a pretty fresh one as well. Like, there's all that stuff about the loyalty and the brotherhoods and this and that. Yeah, on top of everything else, and then of obviously love and yeah. So there's a few aspects going on at once. It's not just like you against the world of zombies. No. And let's find a cure. Yeah, and I felt Deacon's character does grow at times throughout the game. Um, I I wish you could just wear different hats. I yeah, I wish he could wear different hats as well at times or change his clothes. I there was no customization in the clothes you could wear as him. Now I get that he's the biker and he's gotta have his colours on and things like that, you know. But I still would have liked to be in to just go, ah, oh, bugger it, I'm just gonna go uh T shirt, no hat. Um yeah. Yeah, or just like cowboy hat or Yeah, yeah, cap- and pa- sunnies and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, just something fresh and fun to like even just for exploration, you know, like look in a cupboard and find different r- red fiery boots yeah, for you, a you, laugh. Or- yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you go scavenging through cupboards, you find materials, you make, yeah, you know, um, different um, uh, Molotovs, bombs, grenades, all that sort of stuff. Uh, you, you can go to camps, do jobs for them as like side missions and you get like rep with the camp. The higher your rep with the camp gets, the better uh, weapons you can buy than bike upgrade parts, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all that sort of slow upgrade stuff throughout the game, which is pretty standard for an open world game. Yeah, all that is there and awesome. I I just wish there was more cosmetic stuff because like when you do it on your bike, it feels really fun to slowly do it up. And oh, having a have hot pink different. bike. Like I, I yeah. colored my bike hot pink and I was like, mm-hmm. Nice, of course. The, the zombie killer bikey with a hot pink Yeah, bike. I eventually just... Uh, decided on red and black in the end, which looked pretty cool too. Nice. Mine's always just all black with like that 
World War Two bullet bill looking thing at the front. And yeah. I just yeah, I wish there was a little bit more just so it didn't all feel like too much chemistry homework where you're just collecting stuff that's not you know, like maybe gets a few parts here and there and then maybe get a cosmetic thing here and Yeah. Mm. But yeah, um, yeah, but so yeah. What, that, what were your final cool. thoughts on the game, though? Uh, well, I did like it. I I haven't gone so far as to be strong enough to take on a horde yet, so I haven't actually experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a lot of exploration. The world we forgot to mention is like it's really pretty. Yeah, it's it's big, and the the like the actual visuals are really sharp, very full of detail. Um, it is really nice to look at. I had a bit of an issue. I'm sure it gets easier. But uh, with fuel and yep. running out of fuel, just because I, I guess if you know it's there and you're strategizing with it all the time, then you're fine. But I was kind of just riding along willy-nilly like I was playing GTA. Yeah. And I kind of often found myself stuck in places. Um, besides that, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Like, you know, some parts can get repetitive, but as, as all open world games could, yeah. maybe it's um, it, like might stretch out a little bit too much in gameplay and things but if you just kind of focus on the main things and just do just do as much kind of side quests as you feel like to me this is a game that would be more hindered if you actually wanted to be a completionist and try and finish it all i think it would really sort of it'd be worse off Mm. if you did that so if you have some sort of power in your ocd and you can ignore it (laughs) just kind of just play through do the main story, do a few like side quests, explore a little bit, and I think you'll have a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, I I gave this a 7.8. Okay. Uh, yeah, for me, look, I thought it was a solid game. Uh, you're right with the fuel thing, but I didn't really get caught out because I actually fueled up at gas stations when I'd cruise past. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, and all that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, look, it's a solid game. It doesn't have your top-level polish that a Horizon Zero Dawn or a God of War has. But it's still a great 60-hour experience. It's a really solid, you know, game. And if you're interested in zombies and bikers and and all that sort of, like, you know, post-apocalyptic world, you know, mass disease turns people into zombies, go try it out. It's it's a good, solid game. And I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Nice. Mm. And that was... Day's gone. You gotta ask yourself, what does it matter if everyone else is dead? Alright, so now let's roll into Classic Me, Classic You. And this is the segment where Carl and I assign each other a retro classic from our childhood and the other one has to play it and give their feedback on the game. Yes. So, Carl gave me Iron Man and... Oh, man. Thing. Come on. I don't know what it's called still. Dude, you don't even know what it's... At least... Have, how have you not written the name down I've in, like, four weeks? I've written you play as Iron Man here, okay? <laughs> okay, so it's called Iron Man and Exo Manowar in Heavy Metal. How hard is that? ridiculous title but so in this um in iron man and exo war and heavy metal game (laughs) uh came out on the pc and playstation many years ago uh you play as iron man or mano war thing exo mano everyone's favorite marvel character and uh and you shoot things sideways yeah it's a side scrolling shooter um and yeah you go through and yeah 
you shoot a lot of bad guys and there's some space scenes and you fight some bosses. It's, why, aren't you telling, why aren't you telling our listeners about the photorealistic graphics? Because they're not photorealistic graphics. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> yeah, it's very old game. Uh, yeah, so you, you're Iron Man, you shoot stuff, you can hover around, you can do Iron Man things. There's a heavy metal soundtrack. There's a heavy metal soundtrack. You know, it, it, it's all right. It's all right. Like, I, d- I didn't really see what the pool was. I was like, I would have played that back in the day and gone, oh, yeah, it's all right. I thought it looked incredible back when I played. Actually, I what it, it reminded like me of Odyssey. was the classic game Robocop versus Terminator. That's what it reminded oh, me of. Oh, yeah. Yep. Straight I away, that's that. what I got those vibes. I was like, Robocop versus Terminator. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's very true. Uh, well, thanks. Yeah, it sounds like you really loved it. <laughs> um, Callan gave me Rocket Knight Adventures, yes. which came out even longer ago, I imagine, on the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, back in the early 90s. Yep. Uh, and this is the coolest game you've shown me. Cool. This game, this game is like Mega Man 7 meets Pitfall. <laughs> Like you're you're sort of like a bigger character, like a bigger sprite. It's, it's you know side-scrolling platformer, mm. uh, but but the sprites are big. The sound is really intricate because of that Mega Drive sound chip. You know, like yeah, the, the there's like a lot going on in the um in the soundtrack and stuff. But it's super fast but smooth. The animation looks really cool, which is what reminded me of Pitfall because that game is one I remember with just having like a lot of frames in the movements and there's like a lot of facial expression and you're this super cute, fun little animated... What are you? Like a s- flying squirrel in armor? Uh, or something? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was like really tight platforming. It's just really simple, clean colors and you, there was all these cool moves. You could do like the spin attack off the walls. You could hang on your tail upside down um, and you could spin attack to hurt people underwater. It was just... The fastness, and this must be their, like, when they used to try and show off that they had, what was that thing they said they had? Blast, blast accelerator? Or something. I don't know. Uh, you know that, that fake, full, made-up thing they used to say that, like, Super Nintendo doesn't have this, but Mega Drive has the, oh, man, someone's going to write in and tell us, but, like, Super Blast Core chip or whatever. I think it's just them making the game, like, 1.5 speed. Mm. Uh, but because of that, I found some of the levels ridiculously hard, like underwater ones where the water goes up and down, up yeah. and down. But, so I never talked about it's made the of spikes. difficulty. It's a damn hard game. It is a yeah. The first two it's levels. It's probably not as hard time. as Battletoads, but it's got similar themes in that it is super hard. Bro, that that water level just didn't happen. That was that was it for me. Um, maybe I could have used save states, but I was just trying to be retro and cool, and I'm like. I, I'm glad you said it's hard because I was like, am I just getting old and I just nah. don't know how to play these um, games it, anymore? It actually had a sequel called Sparkster um, and that was a lot easier and I actually finished Sparkster. I could never finish Rocket League. Uh, Rocket Rocket Knight. League? Rocket Knight, sorry. <laughs> Rocket Knight. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it was really smooth and fun, but yeah, that's, it was too fast, man. Was... Um, the, the boss design mm. in that game was awesome. Yeah. Like some, just so much. You wouldn't have seen the train and... boss then, would you? Yes. No, I saw the train boss. Oh, you did? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That, oh, I remember seeing that and just going, what? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like jumping, like moving, like kind of 
squishy. It was cool doing the train boss. I didn't actually get up to though. I had to once I reached the water level. I was like, that's enough for me, and I had to jump on YouTube and just do some playthrough, just skipping through the whole game so I could see stuff. And that's where I saw the train one. I was like, whoa, this yeah. looks super fun. Yeah. But that is the best one you've given me so far. Oh, very so cool. Thank you. And it's also cool how right. you can get into the big robot suit and fight the other guy in the big robot suit and all that stuff. But yeah. Very, it was very Mega Man inspired, I feel. Yeah. Like, not just in art, but in, like, just what you could do. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. So, that was... Uh, what have you got for me next time? Uh, Don't move uh, Beyond Oasis, the story of four. Okay, let me write this down. Beyond Oasis, the story of four. Four, T-H-O-R. Oh, Thor. Yeah. Sorry. That's way cooler. All right. What's that on? Uh, Mega Drive. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Mega Drive. Done. Okay. Now, for you, good sir, um, is Orion's Burger. Okay. It's a PC game. Oh, gosh. Solved the PC games. Um, you stop with the Sega and I'll stop with the Orion's PC. Orion's Burger. Yep. Okay. Um, sure. All right. Sounds... There we go. And next time we're on together, we will uh, yeah. discuss. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. Nice. We, we, we shall. We shall. Okay. All right. So uh, let's roll into those uh, lame love and hype trains, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay. First up is the lame train. So, my lame train is that it's been a very long time between episodes, and I feel very rusty. I know. I think I think you did great. I think we both did great. I'm feeling really good with this episode, oh, and that's, that's good. But yeah, yeah, that's probably my lame train. I can't really think of any other lame trains lately, other than my internet, but I've had a talk about that before. So, I'm going with long time yeah, between drinks here for episodes. Yep. Okay. Well, my lame train is that I've been hearing a lot of... Um, I listen to a fair few podcasts and i watch like quite a few uh just sort of youtube wrap-up videos of different things pop culture here and there especially in the season of like marvel and game of thrones and stuff mm. and a lot of them even in other sort of gaming podcasts and things they they're talking and they're having this big discussion i'll be driving or something you know something where i can't really do anything about it and they'll start talking about spoilers and they're like and they always say something if they're talking about say a 10 year old game which you know, is oh, I, there's a whole bunch of sort of 10-year-old games that I have never played before. Uh, but they always say in this kind of condescending tone, like, ooh, spoilers for a 10-year-old game. Ha ha, it doesn't matter. It's 10 years old. And then they'll just keep saying it really quickly. And I won't have time to sort of turn it off or change it. But my lame train is, is that just because it's been 10 years that it's okay to just throw out spoilers really quickly. I think you always, always have to say like, Spoilers, keep in mind, if you haven't played, I don't know, Deus Ex or um, Bioshock, uh, maybe skip this part. Could you imagine, you know, like if you haven't experienced yeah. Bioshock 1 uh, yet or something? Like, this discussion's come up lately with the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Spoilers, are they fair game or not? But the game is 25 years old. Yeah, but and that's like a new generation too. Mm. So that's like, yeah, I... 
I don't know. I I don't think they're fair game or not or anything. Like I just don't think it's as condescending and as simple as I s- seem to hear most people say. Like if something's past like a five year threshold. Yep. You know, or like oh, Fight Club. Uh, you know. Yeah. That's old now. So yada yada yada. And it's like, well, I haven't never seen Fight Club, and I've always been curious haven't about it, but now Fight I'm not Club? going to. No, oh. but and I never needed to because. So much of pop culture spoils it for me. Whenever people sort of discuss it, they're like, oh, and you know how this and this happens in uh, the end. But oops, spoilers, never mind. It's yeah. 20 years old. And I'm like, oh, well, I would have enjoyed that. Mm. There's so many classics. Like, who has time to watch all these movies, read all these books and play all these games? And there's so much magic to be had with like the twists and the turns of these stories, which is why people fall in love with them in the first place. Mm. I don't know. I just think spoilers should always be a considerate thing always okay yeah that's my name let's go into the love train the love train what have you loved uh i've loved and this is only recent because i've i've growing up i felt a lot of uh unnecessary strange shame with it but lately as a podcasting person in the industry I've really loved playing a game that's kind of just okay and just switching on the easy mode and just smashing through it and having a good time and, you know, to get out of that game what I can and what I want to mm. without pushing through something I'm not fully enjoying, but then maybe learning halfway through, like, actually, given that it was easy to just jump straight into this bit, you know, 10 hours in, this is actually really fantastic. And Are you playing Rage 2 on missed. easy? No, no, no. Oh. But I played Days Gone on easy, and I played... Ah. Um, I just... I wasn't really feeling Resident Evil 2 e- either, so I was nearly not keen to play it, and I was like, ah, oh, I'll just do it on easy. And then I ended up having a ball. All right. So yeah, okay. I'm loving just being okay with playing things on easy. Just whenever... It's really fun. Like, the alternative for me is giving up and just going, nah, not into this. Yep. But yeah. yeah and what enough. about you? Um, yeah, so for me, it is video game movies in that Pokemon Detective Pikachu I went and saw. Oh. Went and saw the Pokemon uh-huh. movie. Nice. Do you think it's the renaissance? Like, yep. have they come good now? Yeah, with, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat being made. Um, we're not going to talk about the Blue Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is no, not no, a look, hedgehog, I, I went and saw Detective Pikachu. Um, I still stand by, I would have preferred Danny DeVito to... To Pikachu's voice. Yeah. Well, I mean, he sounds like Danny DeVito in the game, doesn't he? <laughs> but, um, you know, um, Ron Reynolds did a good job. Um, it was fun seeing all the Pokemon in, like, more of a realistic look and and things like that. Yeah, you know? I'm curious. I haven't seen so, it yet, so I Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and it wasn't three hours like Endgame was, so that was nice. It felt quite short. Right. So, uh, oh yeah, goodness. no, um, if, if you're a Pokemon fan, go see it. Like, I do recommend seeing the movie. And, yeah, that's my love train this, this week, that there was actually a good video game movie. Yeah, thank you, whoever did that. We needed one. Mm. Have we ever had a good video game movie, not counting Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World? Uh, it's more of a comic, right? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So, is that a hard no? Um, was, um, I'll think about Prince- that. Yeah. Was Prince of Persia good? I don't. I never saw it. So uh, I guess that's a no. I don't know. World War Z was that any? Mm. 
That's the opposite. Wow. That's the opposite. That's the yeah. opposite. Um, well, the first first old old Mortal Kombat kind of has a bit of love. Yeah, I think it does too. You know, it's Street yeah. Fighter. But I liked no. it. <laughs> Annihilation was rubbish, but the first yeah. one, yeah, it's kind of cool. Had a cool soundtrack. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's smash it out with the hype train. Hype train. I was. I did have here. Um, Tetris 99 because there's a um, a competition that's coming on Friday yep. where you can unlock and win the Game Boy Tetris skin. Yep. However, I saw the um, Oddworld Soulstorm trailer two days ago. Yep. And holy moly, am I hype! So it it's not it's not Rick so and Morty's cool. coming back in November. Well, I mean, I wanted to say that, but it's not game related. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That that was I thought of that, I thought of that as well this morning. I was like, hype train. Uh, so that is another thing. Yeah. Imagine if you heard that here first. <laughs> you don't watch enough things. Well, I, I read about that last night actually. I was gonna message you and I went, ah oh, nah, I won't. I'll let him find out on his own. Oh damn. No, I saw it this morning at like five. There was just <laughs> some that random video they did. Yeah. Which is frustratingly cryptic because he's like, yeah. you know, Morty says like, Oh yep, uh, and we're back. I mean um, we're coming back. I'm like, wait, what? Does that mean there's an episode hiding somewhere? Yeah. What's your hype train, good sir? Uh, mine is, after seeing the Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer, I'm eager to see more of the Final Fantasy VII Remake at E3, what they've got to show this year. Like, I just want to see more. I like, okay, we've seen a lot of Midgar now. We've seen Cloud, we've seen Barrett, we've seen Aris, you know. Uh, I, I want to see more areas of the game. I want to see outside Midgar, out in the open world. If there is an open world, um, I want to see what other characters like Red 13, uh, Tifa, oh, etc. Yeah. look like. You know, I, um, I want to see... You see Sephiroth for a split second in the trailer, but I want to see a nice, you know, shot of Sephiroth sort of thing. Um, yeah, just... I just want to see more and see what's going on, see where they're splitting these episodes up. Like, I'm excited to see what the information we're going to receive is. How many discs was the first one? Three, but the third disc was just the final dungeon. Uh, it was like they couldn't okay, fit it so. onto the other second disc, so they went, oh, shoot, um, and here's the final dungeon. It was very short, the third disc. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I saw I saw a, um, a retro poster for it just the other day. Did Have you seen uh, the old ad for it that said, if you bought this on Nintendo 64, it would cost like $1,200 or something. It was never on and Nintendo was... 64. No, no, that's, that was the ad. Oh. That was the actual post. I have to find it for you. It was showing off that it was like this amazingly huge game that could only fit on like 12 cartridges. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you bought it on 64, you'd buy like all these cartridges. It, and it was like a bit of a stab at Nintendo. And seeing how hot I am for this game... Um, I feel like I'm still going to be let down. Do you know what I would have preferred? Them just not episodic. Not episodic. Revamp all the graphics to what they look like now, like what they're going for. But and put voice acting in, but leave everything else the same. Like the systems in place, everything like that. Just do a yeah. a graphical and sound revamp. That's it. That's it. And I think the game would be absolutely perfect. But they're changing systems. It's episodic. Yeah. As hype I am, I feel like it's just not going to be the same experience as 7 originally was. 
Well, it definitely won't be. No. Look, as long as as long as Cloud still wears a dress, I'm all in. Yep. All right, and uh, yeah, I think that where that's where we'll conclude episode sixty <laughs> of Game Train. Remember, the competition is open now. So sign up, subscribe on iTunes um, to us. We'll draw it next week randomly. It'd be great. Someone, Send us a screenshot. Yep. Someone when day's gone, hooray. Um, you know, as always, you can find us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast, on Instagram at Game Train Podcast, um, on Twitter at Game Train Talk, and we've also got a website, which is www.gametrainpodcast.com. Yeah. Nice. And uh, next time you're going to be reviewing Rage yes. 2 properly? Yes. Uh, we've had a long time between drinks, but I'm going to um, smash out an episode solo next week for a bit of bit of fun, uh, reviewing Rage 2. So uh, drop by for episode 61, which will just be me, but hey, we'll still have fun. Nice. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and that has been Game Train. Yeah.